Hi guys, and welcome to What They Don't Tell You About with me, Grace McGovern. Each week on the podcast, we will uncover myths or ideas, or just quite frankly, what they don't tell you about a certain topic. So sit back and relax and enjoy the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast, What They Don't Tell You About. This week, I have got one of my best friends, Tori Lamb. Hello. Hello. <laughs> there she is. Forgot to speak. What do I say? Mm. Um, Tori and I met at university, so naturally, this podcast is going to be What They Don't Tell You About University. And we met how long ago? Oh my gosh. It must have been like six years ago now. Wait, oh, yeah. no. No, five years ago. Wait, so I'm 24. I started uni at 18, six Quick math. <laughs> <laughs> you, did you do maths that you do? Yeah. yeah. Um, so we, I actually knew Tori's boyfriend um, and we have met slightly, previously. Though. Very slightly, I feel. I felt I thought that was what gave me my in. I was like, okay, she likes me because we've got a mutual. I also came into yours because I just wanted to be in your um, halls. Oh yeah, we met at the worst party of all time. Like So funny. There was about six, I feel like this is what, most uni uni parties are when you first get there and no one knows each other at in London where no one knows whether they should go to a club or do anything so you just sit, so you're just like sit in a kitchen with like five getting people. so drunk <laughs> getting so drunk as well being like so where are you from and there's always that one person who's like never had a drink in their life and they just take things way too far because way their parents aren't there and you're like oh I don't really don't really know about this whole situation I, I know miss, I miss my home I know well Tori lived with our friend Nella who I knew previously and so I came and visited your halls very regularly all the time all the time um and so this goes on to our first point my myth is this is more personal to me I think in that I thought that when you go to uni, you're going to be going out every night in freshers mm. and most often every night in first year. Yeah. And for me, that just wasn't the case. No. I don't know whether that was because I lived with people who I wouldn't necessarily like party with and you had a great halls. Yeah. So I, I think, I think what we need to say first is that we went we went to goldsmiths which is in london so this is i mean this is realistically like mm. what they don't tell you about goldsmiths <laughs> not what they don't tell you about uni because it's such a different experience, experience that to going to uni in a, in other places like all my well not all not all my friends went to uni but most of my friends who went to uni went to places all over the country that weren't london yeah and two of my sisters went to uni that weren't in London. So, and I know that they had much more of the stereotypical university experience where you go there and you go out every single night and you, on Mondays you go to this club, on yeah. Tuesdays you go to that club, on Wednesday everyone knows each other. I was actually having this conversation with my friend the other day and she was like, um, God, if I'd have seen someone who didn't go to our uni in the club, everyone would be like, why are you here, yeah. you weirdo? And for us it would be like, oh, if we saw someone in the club who went to our uni, we'd be like, oh my, oh my God, God, we know that person. That's so weird, Literally. what a coincidence. Um, 
so I think London's just so different. So we we always had this idea of like, oh, you're going to go and you're going to go out all the time yeah. and you're never going to stop. Fresh yeah. is going to be like the best week of your life. I thought I'd be like a walking hangover. Yeah. And it's actually just really... I I did actually go out every night, but it was because yeah. I, I felt like... Yeah. yeah. It was because... Because <laughs> of a legend. Because of a legend. No, it was because I just felt like I had to. And, I, and yeah. if I didn't, I was like, oh my God, I feel like I'm failing at uni already yeah. because I haven't gone out every single night at Freshers. When actually, like... I think Goldsmiths had arranged some kind of ball that was oh, <laughs> the worst party I've ever been to in my life. It wasn't anything think, to do with Goldsmiths. It was just at a random club and they were just selling tickets for probably three times the price of what. But I think because it was a London uni, no one really takes these parties that seriously because yeah. there are so many yeah, things yeah, going yeah. on in London all I the time. I was just the loser who was like, yeah, I'll get a ticket. Yeah. I want to make friends. But also, everyone... At Goldsmiths, and I don't know if it applies for all London unis, but I had people in my year who were like in their 40s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, everyone is such a different age range that like it's not really that kind of same community. Mm. And they're definitely, I mean, obviously there are, if you join societies and things, there is that. But I don't think, mm. for me especially, I don't, I didn't experience much of that. But I don't know whether that was because I had such a London-based friendship group who weren't at uni anyway. I think that probably did come into it quite a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess it's just such an individual experience. It, it, I think it's more... I think it's more of an individual experience in London. Like, everyone... I know people who had a real clique in certain courses. I know people mm. who, you know, who didn't really have any friends at uni and they made friends yeah. at work. Uh, like it's all different whereas I know my friends at other unis so it was sort of like everyone made yeah. their best friends at uni and a lot of them made them who from their halls and from their courses and stuff and then they all because at other universities as well you you plan to live with someone so in like early. November and you've got there in September so it's like right you're gonna be my best friend yeah well that was my brother recently together. like that's horrible my brother was like oh I'm looking for rental places and he just I think he'd gone to uni in September and uh, he's at Loughborough and he was like um and I'm looking for somewhere for like 10 boys in November or something and I was like what on earth and we 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 didn't have to choose till like last minute June July August yeah and then move in in September I do find it a funny concept though um when you go into your halls that it's rule of thumb to leave your door open to make it more appealing for someone to like be like hiya so come and look in my room I'm just in here on my laptop you can join me introduce yourself so I remember I came in didn't you have some like funky doorstop (laughs) it wasn't funky that makes me sound like such a loser it was just a (laughs) I just I ordered to be fair I did order like a box of five on Amazon just like grey five doorstops you had one door I think it was you know just in case (laughs) you wanted to keep every door in the halls open so everyone could talk to you everyone's gonna make friends okay we're gonna be the best fire here yeah um, no, I just ordered them, uh, and then, yeah, literally as soon as I got there, I was like, nope, I'm going to close the door. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to keep the collection to the side, and just one. Let's throw these out. Um, no, I just find it funny that in when you keep your door open, you come and say hi, and it, and it naturally is rule of thumb, and everyone tells you, like, fresh as week, you've got to hang out with your halls, mm. like, that's how you make friends. And so, in the first week, I went out with one of the girls, and she was so lovely, but, like, she wasn't going to be your best friend. Yeah, and she wasn't going to be my best friend. And it also was like, you feel like you have to be with them for the next whole week. Yeah. And then I'd come to your halls and I was like, oh, 
I want to hang out over there. But <laughs> I do just find it... In, and so I think in that sense, the people I lived with, I didn't go out as much as I thought I would. But also naturally, I'm not like a type of person who likes going out every single day. Mm, okay, now you're not. I feel like back then. Yeah, maybe back then. Back when you were in your youth. Back when I was a party animal. Um, but yeah, I, I do just find it. I don't. I think if you guys are going with the mentality, you will go out in for freshers every night, and especially if you're in a uni that's mm. not in London, that will definitely yeah. probably be the case. I mean, we're taking the piss out of it, but to be fair, the way I made friends was leaving my door open and go and forcing myself to go out. So yeah. it's probably actually not the best thing uh, to like just presume you're gonna make friends some other way yeah. and not go out and force yourself to go out if you go to a London uni. If you go to another uni, I feel like it's more structured yeah. and you sort of have a set of rules um, that you just sort of have to go here, there and then and you meet way more people. Um, but in London, yeah, I probably would recommend just forcing yourself to do it, even though, yeah, you know. It's all part it's, of the experience as well. I mean, that's how you make some funny stories and meet interesting yeah. people. Yeah. And we did. Yeah, that one of the first nights I met Nada was uh, not the what, one of them. We like Nella, made friends, and I was like, "Oh my god, I, you're the first person who I actually genuinely really like." Yeah, and not that I didn't like anyone else, but I was like, "I, yeah. I will actually be, be a good close friend, with friend you, with yeah. you." Um, and so we were like, "Let's go out together tomorrow night." So we went to um, oh what what that, that massive club in Elephant Castle? What is it? Oh, I think it's shut down now. I don't think it had. Oh, Ministry of Sound. We went to Ministry of Sound. <laughs> That's how much I haven't been clubbing recently. <laughs> went to Ministry of Sound to see T-Pain and never Oosh. made it because we they wouldn't let, they put us straight into the um, medical tent. Of, uh, it, uh, there's a med, there's a medical tent at the Ministry of Sound. At Ministry of Sound, and they were like, "Yeah, you're not getting out of here." Why? Because you were too drunk. We had the best night. Na- yeah, but I was like, not even that crazy. They obviously just don't know. Don't like, know. I thought we were yeah, wild. That was a bit of a wild night, actually. I tried to climb on a stretcher with some man who was like genuinely really needed medical emergency help, and, I, and they were like, oh, "Get off!" And I was like, God. "You're right. You're right. I should get off." <laughs> and you think I'm drunk? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not actually drunk this one for Um, um so No, but we had a great night, me and Nell. We sat in the emergency tent all night just chatting. Good stories. Mm. What's your first myth about university or... Mine idea? is probably that best, uh, the best year that you have at uni. Everyone's like, first year's the best year. You have so much fun. You don't have to do any work and blah, 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 blah. And I just disagree. I just felt like in second and third year, I was so much more settled. I... I think in first year, I didn't know I was, but I was, like, still finding my feet. I didn't really know what I was doing. I was in a new city, and... Because you hadn't lived in London, had you? I hadn't lived in London. I had been to London loads, because I've got three sisters, and they were all in London by that point. Um, my my dad used to work in London, so I'd been downloads, yeah. and I was seeing my boyfriend at the time, who lived in London. So I was, I was, I was there a lot, so I didn't feel at the time like it was too daunting, but it was... But then, by the time I was settled, looking back, I was like, oh, actually, I think that it's just hard. Like, yeah. going to uni, it is quite a strenuous year, that yeah. whole first year of just getting used to everything, having new surroundings. It's definitely character not, building not, in a sense. Yeah, and it's, and it's not having a, a real structured, yeah. like, life. It's the first time you ever don't have to be somewhere every single day. Yeah. Because, well, it depends what course you do. If you do medicine or something, then yeah. obviously you do. But... For my course, 
we had quite a lot of hours, but it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't loads. And I didn't really know what to do with my time. Agreed, um, I had completely. so much time that I was like, what do I do? Um, and you just sort of hang out with people. And I don't know, I just felt like the whole thing, I just didn't really know where I was or, or where I like belonged not to be cringe. I think I think in I think that's the same for anyone not having structure and also finding a new structure when you're so used to something else in your life is so hard and having so much free time when you yeah. come straight from a levels yeah you're at school nine to five every day this mm. is your routine it's the same exactly for however long and then going to uni and having so much free time and trying to and so everyone's like free time we'll yeah. go out get drunk but I completely agree with you, not having that structure. Mm. And progressively, during first year, I had the most contact time, but it was still very little. And then as I got to third year, I literally had like three hours of contact time a week. But my work, I know, I know, but my workload was higher. So, because it was a lot more reading and a lot more self doing it yourself. So, by, and I agree with you, as I went to second and third year, I was like, right, I know this yeah. is what I need to do now. And we had like, uh, we lived together in second yeah. year and third year and we had our home and yeah. we... That was nice. Yeah, it, I just had way more fun. We knew London better and yeah. we had more friends. I don't know, I just, I just you think feel that's more such rooted. a myth of being ever... Basically, if you're at uni now and you're just having a shit time, then it definitely gets better, it gets in better. my opinion. Well, yeah, we're lucky. We lived together in second and third year in London Bridge, which was really fun. Yeah. Um, and at the time, I think I was peak obsession with Tori, just sitting on the end of her bed every day. <laughs> Grace uh, was, I think it's fair to say, yeah. obsessed with me. She just wouldn't leave me alone, little needy. Oh, I was extremely <laughs> needy. Hi, Tori. I just wondered where you were because I'm in the shop and I'm trying to buy some crisps and don't really know what flavour to get so I wondered if you could let me know. Live questions, <laughs> very important. Um, or, I loved it. And Tori, Tori studied popular music. Yes. And she is a musician and a really good one at that. Um, Thanks. But Tori used to sing, play the piano, write all her songs and I always, I remember there was, <laughs> I, I, think, could, I would hear the floorboards creak and I'd be like, she stood outside my door. Yeah. I, think, I think there was one time you opened your door and I like fell back because I was like sat on the floor and I, you're like, are you all right? I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm not recording this on my yeah. phone. But uh, and that ties into your point. It's like first year for me, I struggled with living in halls with, and I think I was quite fair to say quite needy at that person and living in halls and living with people you don't really know. And some people are great at it, but, um, mm. and I'm, and I'm, I would say I'm quite good with yeah. new people and things, but definitely second and third year was so much oh, so nicer much for me because I felt so much, com- yeah. so much more comfortable living with you and yeah. Nella. But I think it's so important to go through that phase of the first year where it is a bit tough and it is a bit hard because I know some people who went to uni and they thought, oh, I'm not going to stay in halls. I'm going to try and, I don't know. Like yeah, get, you rent, rent, rent somewhere, a place. Or like as if you're just moving to London to live to work. Yeah. And um, I mean, I presume that's a lot more expensive. I wouldn't recommend that at all. And you're gonna not meet anyone. It's gonna be so much harder to meet people. And yeah, it feels more like home. But I think that's just a terrible idea. Yeah. Like I just think it's so hard to meet anyone that way. But once you get past the like. Not that halls was tough. I mean, yeah. I had a great time, and it's it's like so much fun. But Second you definitely feel more comfortable living with someone. Oh my god, we had the funniest story. 
So Tori and I were at home one day and we hear someone upstairs. Oh, God. Uh, we hear someone... And this was like... No, we don't of- hear someone. I had honestly... 30, 30 people? No. 30, it was like five. <laughs> yeah, five. <laughs> so we, Tori and I were at home, and the, this was all part and parcel, like second and third year was so jokes in comparison. But Tori and I were like sat at home, and I was like, Tori, do you hear that? And someone upstairs was like, get on the floor, get on the floor They're now, going, lick that floor. Me and Tori, um, immediately, this just came to our head. Someone's been captured. <laughs> they are in the gang upstairs. They are getting being, murdered. Getting murdered, held against their will. Yeah. And so you should have seen us. No, but, but there was like banging everywhere as if someone was getting fully beaten to the pulp. You were not. I started pulp. sweating. You were not like no sudden movement. I was. <laughs> I, was I, mean, I was white as a ghost, sweating, petrified, and you were like. I'm going to call the police. I'm going to call the police. I was like, yeah, good, good idea. Good, good idea. idea. So we call the police and I'm like, we, no, by the way, we bolt our door. Like they're going to come down for us. Bolt our door and we're on the phone to police and it's like, yeah, there's, um, there, we think there's a gang upstairs and there's this, and um, literally quaking, you and I. And then they go, we yeah, see I remember like, the police being like, and you being like, wait, wait, we heard, we just heard something else. Um, They're telling, they're telling yeah, them to get like, their head on the proper, floor. They're, te- they're telling them to get their head on the floor. And they were proper they, snitches. Like, mm. the, yeah, the police got there with, within Honestly, seconds. seconds. And like two massive vans and we were like, we're looking out the window. They're here. They're here. Perfect. They're gonna get them. Anyway, they go upstairs and then they come back down, knock on our door. We open it like both of us behind the latch. Like you get them. You get By the them. way, we lived in a block of flats, so we yeah. didn't really know our neighbours. It wasn't like you'd pass them on the halls. It was yeah. you didn't really know. We didn't have. We didn't have any idea who was above us. And so they come down. And they're like, "Thank you so much for your call, ladies." And we're like <laughs> shivering, or shaking. Wrong word. And um, they were like. It's um, first years having initiation games. Yeah. Uh, no, we, I think it was a chess. I think it was the chess club. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> Tori and I were like, oh, oh, yeah. It was. I'm not gonna but, lie. It the, was the the funniest, weirdest bunch of people. The funniest thing was Tori was like, I just don't believe him. I just don't believe him. <laughs> and then we come out. I was like, have they checked the cupboards? Have they? Yeah, you're like check every bit. And then we come out of that flat. And um, we see two first years passed out on the stairs, like l- looking lovely and Literally like kind suits. people, suits and like. <laughs> and Tori was like, mm, "That was probably not our best move." Well, they weren't looking lovely. They were passed out, drunk <laughs> on this stairwell. I know, but we assumed they were gangs outside. Yeah, I literally, I was terrified. That and then he came down and apologised the oh, next yeah, morning. Yeah, next morning. Oh, oh God. <laughs> to be fair, I did spend about two hours in turmoil. Yeah. I wanted an apology. Yeah. No, but they... I mean, we had so many funny stories from um, living together. But now, deferring to another point, is that one myth of mine was like, in first year, I don't know about you guys, but apparently your grade only counts for 10%. Yeah, ours counted for 10. For 10%. So I literally did not that much Mm -hmm. um, in first year, and I was out a lot. But... I do think by putting in the effort for the second year, you set yourself up so much better oh my for God. your second and third Go year. Go to the lectures, do the fucking work. You're paying not, nine grand. You're paying nine grand a year, just do it. It used to piss me off so much when people on my course would be like, what are we, do we, are we supposed to be doing an exam today? And I'd be like, yeah. what have you been 
doing? Yeah. Get, like, get yourself together. That was probably this me. Is, and they're like, oh, it's only worth it two and a half percent. But then when you get to third year, you're being like, oh my God, okay, if I do this, I can get it up to this percent. Like, it would if be you're so on that borderline, if you're not on a borderline, then, you know, but you don't know where you're going to be when you're in first year. Like, just put all your effort in. And if you get a, that first 10%, that's, that's the difference between getting a first yeah. or getting a two one or getting a two, like, it's, it makes all the difference just put the effort in well first year Sorry. also <laughs> you didn't do that all so right. I was actually <laughs> she was like pointing at me I was like all right um but also first year for most and f- well for me anyway is probably the easiest out of the three for sure so by putting in the effort then yeah that's the easiest 10% you're gonna get wait till you get to your dissertation yeah well that's one of my points is that everyone hates a dissertation god I sound like a nerd <laughs> <laughs> No. I'm like, do the work, don't go out, <laughs> don't have fun, <laughs> just make a few reliable friends and, and stick with them, stick with them, group mentality, <laughs> um, call the police if you hate anything strange, <laughs> um, but no one, I agree, I mean, no, my, my myth is that you, everyone, I was dreading my dissertation, and everyone I know was like, I hate my dissertation, I hate my dissertation, and I was like, Oh my god, the word dissertation had the I know people you could in my course you could actually choose your modules and if you chose them in the right way you could avoid doing a dissertation. Yeah. And I know people who avoided it at all costs and didn't do their dissertation. And you do exams, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do all these other things. But I loved writing my dissertation and I really honestly think if you pick a if you pick something that you you actually enjoy. I did mine on um, composed film scores versus compiled f- film scores and then f- women in the um, film industry and the difference between them composing and then females being used within compiled scores and it's just like such a varied topic and whether you can tell if a score is from a male yeah, or female yeah I did I did low I mean I to be honest I'm struggling to remember it now because it was so <laughs> long ago I'm like yeah I, was, I yeah. loved it don't know what I wrote about but I loved it I feel like that's always the case um, though yeah but I, I just remember I really enjoyed doing it yeah. and I but I genuinely put in quite a lot of time to work out what I wanted yeah. to do I was kind of thinking about it all through second year really being yeah. like what modules am I enjoying and that's then, so beneficial if you start so early oh, yeah. and then I and then I actually enjoyed doing it and I got a really good mark in it yeah. because I wasn't like putting it off all the time being yeah like, I don't want to write it I don't want to do it but it's so great though that you went into university and enjoyed everything you studied. I just think that's like the mm. best money spent on mm. bettering yourself and learning a new skill and learning yeah. new information well, was, that you I enjoy. Was, like always, I was nervous to do popular music because it sounds like, I don't know, it doesn't sound very academic. But do you know what? I hate charged. when people say that, like one's more academic than the other. Yeah. Someone could fail massively doing maths or something and you could actually be yeah. so great at your course and then go on to do such great mm. things but I I ended up it ended up being really academic like yeah and, but I, and I loved that I know quite a lot of people on my course didn't necessarily expect it and were kind of gutted because they were like I just wanted to sing all the time <laughs> I just want to listen to yeah, Lady Gaga <laughs> we actually did listen to Lady Gaga in like a half hour I mean lectures. she's great <laughs> um but for me I quite enjoy yeah like sitting down and reading and learning yeah. about that so I loved studying like how it affect, how music affected politics and all that stuff but it was really flexible so I, you could pick what you wanted so you could pick doing performance I personally hated picking performance modules because I was like no offense but 
not to sound cocky, but who who are you to tell me what's good and what's bad? Yeah, like, for sure. I might really enjoy one band and you might absolutely hate it. Yeah. And I know there's a guy um, who's actually a year below us who I do loads of music with. And one of our lectures hated his music and he used to mark him so low. And I love his music. I, I get him to play with me all the time. Mm. And I... And one of the, he kept, they kept going, oh, your music sounds too sweet. It mm. sounds too sweet. And I was like, but I love that sound. So yeah. why are you marking him down? It's not yeah. fair. So I, I kind of, I mean, I guess that happens with loads of things. It happens in like in like English essays yeah. and things like that. But I preferred it way more when it was sort of a written situation. And yeah. I felt like they 100% knew more about this. <laughs> like, you definitely know more about writing essays than I do. So yeah. I trust you. Whereas performing, I'm sure you know more about performing, but it's, it's such like each an their opinion. Own kind yeah, of, yeah. Like, so that was good about my courses that you could pick what you wanted to do. To do. The, yeah. And you felt your strong points. I mean, for me, writing my dissertation, I did mine on what effect does social media have on public discourse. And like, I do enjoy it because like, I do a lot for social media, but for me I mean we're very two different perspectives Mm. you really enjoyed it but for me I I find writing quite hard sometimes Mm. so I tried to get in early and do loads of my research before but I mean you guys will find out if you're doing a dissertation or whatnot every every sentence has to be backed up and I found that really testing because I was just like, believe me okay just, I'm not lying um but I've got quite a bad memory at the best of times so I'm like right who said that right who did this and then I'd yeah. have to go back and by the end of it and I and it was really interesting learning about it all but by the end of it I remember I sent it to my auntie and she was like and I was like you send it to people to like read through, read through like see any points whatever and my auntie was like I think you should rewrite this whole yeah. section. And yeah. I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I remember you sending it to like five people and everyone came back with really useful points. And you're like, yeah, I just think it's done. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I was just done with it at this point. Yeah. And I still got Fair a 2-1 in it. No, um, yeah, you did good. But like, my mentality was like, I'm not a writer. I've tried my best. Yeah. And I spent a long time on it. Like, I, mm. I really spent the whole third yeah. year. I spent most of my time in the library yeah um do you think if you um if you could have envisioned in not including like friends and stuff like that that you made at uni otherwise that would be mm. a really awkward conversation <laughs> no i hate <laughs> would, you, <laughs> would you if you had envisioned everything that you did across the three years do you think you would have decided to go to uni or decided to do like just go straight into work or doing other things? No, 100%. I think I am so happy I went to uni. And it's definitely, especially for what I do, um, I think I would need my degree for something Mm. I want to do in the future. Yeah, it's, yeah. Because right now I'm not doing something that my degree is useful for, but Mm -hmm. I just feel like in the future it will benefit. Mm. But I don't don't think you need to go to uni necessarily. Definitely not. Do you? No, I mean, I... I am so happy that, again, I'm so happy that I um, did it. I learned so much. I literally, I'm, yeah, it was great. And I, and I had such a good experience. And I would never be doing all the production that I'm doing now because I learned all that doing the film music stuff. And it has affected what I'm doing at the moment a lot. I also, for me, it was really good because I met loads of other musicians. Yeah. And so it's been really helpful in that sense. Um, but, yeah, I mean realistically if I had just gone straight into 
work I think I would probably be in yeah not, I, not, I, I would be in a very different place, but yeah. I don't I don't think it would be a, a worse place. You I know? guess it depends what industry you're in as well. Sure. And, I mean, and if this doesn't work out, which is, is super highly likely, yeah. I will be really happy that I've got the degree um, in yeah, order to... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, Goldsmiths is, very, is a media-based uni. Mm. Um, and so I do think it was beneficial for us in the sense you made a point meeting all these contacts because mm. everyone I, I went, I did media and sociology and a lot and I wanted to do TV when I directly left uni. So mm. did like a lot of running and wanted to get into production. But a lot of the people I went to lectures and seminars with, they all do do that. So it's just so great to nice. build connections yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for the future. And that was definitely something yeah. that I found beneficial for going mm. to uni because... You never know who you might need to speak to or you might ask for a favor Mm. or whatever. And I wouldn't have had those connections unless Mm. I did. I spent those making those relationships at university. I think that's that was another one of my myths as well, is that university is going to make you know what you want to do. Because I think a lot of people um, sort of, you know, think I'll, I'll go to I'll take a gap year and then I'll go to university. And it's like. Obviously, not every, not a lot of people, but there's quite. I'd say there's a proportion of people who that's almost like just a stepping stone, like yeah. a set out plan, like a rite of passage. Yeah, you have to do it, and that's what a lot of people just think. Oh well, I'll just do that because that's what my friends did or yeah. whatever. And I just think it's ridiculous. Like, yeah, you're you, a you don't need to do that if you sort of know what you want to do then I don't think that university is absolutely necessary if it's not something yeah. that you need a degree for and b I think that all those people think I'll do the gap year and I'll do that and then by the end of that I'll know what I want to do because yeah. I don't know what I want to do now and I really don't think that's the case yeah. like you're not going to work out what you want to I mean if you're really if you're lucky then yeah you might in within that time frame be like oh I think I really like doing this or really like doing that but I think the way of finding that out is trial and error, really. Mm. If you have no idea, then the only way... Uni's not like working. Like, yeah. it's not at all the same, and you're not going to realistically... And you don't really study stuff that enhances you for working. Like, I, yeah. I wanted to do production, and I was studying um, cultural thinking and yeah. um, issues of race. Yeah. And obviously very invaluable things to learn, but... It's like, not. It's not it's, got anything it's not, to do with TV. Not, with, yeah. Going into TV production, yeah, for sure. And also, and when I left, I did all this running, and I wanted to do producing, and by, and I thought that's why I was doing my degree. So I was like, I'm going to do media and sociology. That will push me into the TV mm. industry. I did it, and I absolutely, yeah. really didn't like it. I think one thing I would I would recommend if you're at uni is having a job whilst you're at uni. For sure. I was I was so much happier when I was working when I was because I didn't work for like almost all of the first year I was just doing my uni which is mm. ridiculous because that was probably the, 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 time. the time when I had the most time but second and third year I worked the whole time and I had so much more structure yeah. and it felt like I don't know it just felt like you I was you learning more things and I was yeah getting I more life skills for sure um that I've actually probably carried more life skills through my job than yeah through some through like sitting in a lecture at uni for example obviously you don't go to uni for life skills necessarily but um I wait I think it's quite important really to have a job yeah there I um I definitely agree with that point that I thought I had a set idea of what I wanted to do 
um, when I finish university and now my life I think is going to take a different path mm. um, especially with modeling and whatever and as but I, I mean I value everything I did at university but you're right I, I mean before I went to university I wanted to be an accountant <laughs> I mean, absolutely not. I can't believe you wanted to be an account- accountant. I know, That's I know. So I did maths weird. GCSE, got an A. Did maths A level, oh. dropped it halfway through because I couldn't keep up. Oh, that makes me really sad. Well, you know. Did you used to think, oh, I'm really good at maths, I'm going to be an accountant? Yeah. I think you'd hate being an accountant. Oh, I'd not have any idea what being an accountant entails. But just for me, I like to like chat and... Yeah, you'd be like, so... How was your weekend? Maybe like um, I'm actually trying I'm actually to deal with really some numbers. Busy. Oh yeah, no, no, I'm busy too. I just like wondered if you wanted to like go grab a coffee and have some crisps. That would literally be me. <laughs> that would be me in a heartbeat. Crisp, crisp. Did crisp. I like crisp? Um, I mean, my last point, and it's a very small point, is that I think it's important when you're at uni to try and involve yourself as much as possible. Yeah, we in- will really share that. How, how many times did I... T- so, in- including that you'll join loads of societies, go to loads of things. I think I told Tori I was joining the Netball Society Honestly. every three weeks. <gasps> Way more often than that. And I was like, okay. By the 87th time. By the third year, final you'd be week. you sat, like, naked on a leather sofa <laughs> eating pizza going... Yeah, no, I'm going to join the netball team, you know. And I'd be like, all right. And you'd be like, no, no, I am, I am. But, you know, they're playing games that day, so I can't join this week. So I have to join next week. Well, one girl came up to me, I remember, in one of my lectures and was like, you're quite tall, do you play netball? And this was like two years later. <laughs> I have not played netball, like, since two years. And you, I just immediately think I'm like, you didn't say God's yes. gift. So I was like, yeah, I do, actually. <laughs> I, I do. Yeah, goal shooter. Yeah. yeah. Because I'm so tall. Gold offence. That's where they usually put me. That's, that's you know, the height. Or centre. Because I'm just very, yeah. No, no. Not terrible. Centre. Anyway, and she was like, and this is, I think this was second year in. I think I've been saying it all the way through. She's like, we've got a game um, Thursday. Do you want to play? And I was like, oh, no. I'm no, not no, giving no, up my time for that. <laughs> no, I'm a celeb on on Thursday. No, I can't do that. <laughs> oh, first date is on. I've got to, um, I'm quite busy. So I, every time I could have the opportunity of doing it I made excuses not to and I definitely think that is one of the best ways to meet people and like really get the most out of uni as well yeah I, yeah I was so bad at that as well did you join I mean, any societies no I mean I think I tried to join like salsa <laughs> <laughs> when you go around the society fair the and you take is, every leaflet yeah honestly every leaflet but goldsmiths is quite i think it is actually pretty good for sports yeah it's actually fairly sporty uni and i just i know there's loads of societies that aren't sports and this is not an excuse but i honestly just hate being outside like running around <laughs> god <laughs> it's just not my vibe i just like being locked in my room doing honestly nothing. i like to just i like being like you know somewhere that's not necessarily in the cold I just don't like the cold and a bit playing like hockey. I've just never been a very sporty person, so I think. But I work for I work for Red Bull at uni, and we used to go and sample like all the sports teams. (laughs) That was my sport. That was my sport. That was that was outside. It just meant I got to wear a really big, nice, warm jacket. Yeah, perfect, (laughs) perfect. I I I swear, in first week, you and Nella went to. I think Nella joined like four. Me and Nella in first week um, tried to tried to join this baking competition. 
competition and it was Great British Bake Off. Didn't you? We won and we'd bought a cake from Sainsbury's. I remember and, that. That was <laughs> and, awful. And peeled off the edge and put it on a plate because we just really wanted to be part of it. We just wanted to go and see what it was like. And we won. Did you stay in the society? No. No. It's also, by the way, if we haven't clarified, Nella was our other housemate in second and third year and how we met. Um, and also, I can imagine Nella. Nella's the worst liar ever. Oh, she's she was like, uh, yeah, I, he was I like, baked that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's chocolate. It's, it's chocolate cake. Chocolate with a chocolate ganache. <laughs> I was there like, it's got a crumbly texture. We put butter over. You've been it. watching too much Bake Off. Oh yeah, it's um, got a, um, a finish that is topped with gold leaf. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but rounding up you know I had the best experience at university I'm so thankful that I went yeah um and I'm so lucky to have met you and such amazing people there and if you're thinking about it I'm a great yeah you are so lucky yeah you are so lucky um and if you are thinking about it um definitely do it I mean if you if you think I think the bottom line is if you're in a situation where you you can go and you and you are willing to put your all into it. Don't go if you're just going to sit there and like yeah, not go, not, not go embrace in, it. Not give it. You're going to be in so much debt by the time you leave. It needs to be worth it. So put everything into it, basically. And remember that you will have scenes that look like something from the Inbetweeners movie yeah. most often than not. But <laughs> talking of scenes, Grace actually one one of her things was building that was making the funniest a, thing <laughs> making in the a world. film. I'm not an actress. She was like, "Please, can you come and act for me in one of um in one of the scenes?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, we oh, so we did a production okay. production uh, module, so we had to produce our own short." Film. It was awful. She made me cut. She made me duck down in the Sainsbury's <laughs> with this person, uh, and also this this girl, lovely girl, but it was an improvisation scene, and you couldn't hear what we were saying. So. We were just chatting normally and we could have just carried on chatting when the cameras rolled because it didn't matter. But she just changed conversation and be like, so Ben's party, eh? And I'd be like, what? Oh, and I'd be like, yeah, yeah, Ben's party. That was wild. She was like, Carolyn got with Marcus. And I'd be like, why have you checked? We, could, we were just talking about where we were from. You could have just stuck with it. It was the longest day of my life. It was, so it was freezing cold and we know I don't like the cold. And Grace was just there literally giggling the whole time. I was holding, holding the, the boom, being like, <laughs> and I was like, great, I'm glad you're taking this seriously because I'm on camera. We go to the premiere, she goes, hey, I've got something to tell you. I was like, what? She goes, the scene got cut. I was like, I beg your pardon? Then the credits roll, it goes, with special thanks to Tori Lamb. I was like, right. So I'm not actually in the credits because I didn't get a part that, on the scene. That but. was honestly the funniest few weeks of my life and editing Editing, editing the bit. my the, awful acting. At the end of each scene, T- Tori would literally, I could see it in the video playback, and Tori would look at me like, oh, <laughs> I hate you. And I was like, just one you. more, just one more, um, just one more, just one more. We did about 15. Promise it's the last one. We did about 15, and there's no talking in it. So how yeah. many times could people, the, the scene was, go into the supermarket, Also, we can't out. see you before you it. So just duck, and then um, as soon as you hear this word, just stand up in the middle. It, what? It was come out of the super... One of them, there's a group of friends outside, then someone goes into the supermarket, grabs a bag, they're like, shall we go? And then we go. We filmed that 15 times. And then cut it. And then cut the whole scene. How 
shit is that but you know you can use it for a showreel yeah i'll put it on my showreel that all 15 <laughs> scenes because the only thing i've ever done <laughs> and then we'll soon find out what happened at the party <laughs> yeah you never know we could find out what happened with marcus and carolyn and if we didn't go to university we wouldn't have had that gold that would never have happened oh god i think i would have been a calmer more relaxed person if that never happened to me that story is one of my faves oh, right on that note i think that's the end of the podcast we'll say goodbye um thank you so much for being on my podcast oh, i mean it's so easy so having you on um we just chat just a chat talk about life stories <laughs> um and thank you guys for listening we will be back next week bye guys bye this outro has actually taken me a very long time to do i think this is my sixth time anyway let's try again so I've created an email called what they don't tell you pod at gmail.com. I know it's long, but everything else is taken and I would love, love, love to hear any feedback or just anything regarding what we've spoken about in the podcast. I'd love to know what you think. Um, and if you'd like to like, subscribe, I don't know what else, comment down below. God, that sounds YouTube-y. I'm one of those now. But please, please, please email us. I would love to hear your feedback. Um, And yeah, have a lovely day.